Okay, where are we at? I'm going to shut that off. Okay, check the mic. Test, test. Everybody there? Hi, everyone. Anybody here? All righty. We got a bunch of people in already today. Yeah, we're on. We're on. We're on. Hopefully, everybody got the email. I was trying to send another one out just before I started the show uh, because some people apparently can't find the link. Um, anyway, we'll see who shows up. And it may take a two-second pause and restart. I can't send anything right now. Hey, Virginia, how you doing? How's your cracking going? <laughs> I know you got some cracking in your dungeon there. I, I know it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What what the world is coming to, eh? Cracking. We're going right back to the old ancient Greek mythology where these Greek gods were having fun at mankind's expense with genetics. And all those monsters that we see in the past, the Minotaurs, the um, Medusa, the Cyclops, these were all genetically engineered by these so-called gods, if you want to call them that. Basically, these were industrial giants and scientific communities of the day that were doing the same thing we're doing today. Nothing has changed. Not a damn thing. This perpetual circle of bullshit continues to be perpetuated. More and more we're dealing with genetics. We should never have gone into this realm. The idea that we're going to f figure out how to cure diseases by playing with genetics of different people is astounding. Because there are already cures for just about everything out there already without even dealing with genetics. So we know that um, something is going on. Hey, Dominic, you made it. Yes, you made it. You made it. The, um, well, that's good. I mean, it means people got the email, I hope. Uh, we already got eight people in here already, which is including myself, so that's pretty good. Finally, hey. <laughs> uh, so a lot of the genetics that we're dealing with today is, um, Dave, hey, Dave made it as well. All righty. So look, I, I guess the email went out. Good. Good, good, good. Um, give me a second. I'm going to see if I can find some stuff here. Um, give me a minute. All right. The last show, apparently, when I put all these things in, um, you know, how to protect your DNA. Uh, apparently, they went they went off, and basically, I did a copy and paste. So I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't download these things. I basically put them out there for you because I can get this information anytime. Uh, here we go. Let's see what we got here. So, okay, chromosome, mutation, tumor. Okay, I don't have nothing here today on that. Okay. So, anyway, um, I guess what I'm going to have to do is pre-script some of this stuff 
and they put in the document. I should be able to do that. And then basically, if uh, people that don't show up um, can and will um, get the information that way, maybe that would be the better way to do it. But like I said, like I said, this is a learning curve for me. So it's what it is. Um, wow. Aha. So we've got a bunch of people from Baltimore here. Cool. Have you guys seen the article on from Scotland where they are now finding the spike protein in the babies and that babies are dying? Well, we knew the babies were going to die. You know, the mothers weren't too bright. They let them get injected by, again, a bioweapon that would affect their genetic code. Not only affect their genetic code, but affect the code of the babies. And I think that was done on purpose just so they could um, take out the babies, um, <laughs> you know, what's going on here? Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, to take out the babies and to dissect the genetic code, because I think all this that's going on, well, I guess everybody did get the email. Good. Okay, I don't have to do it then. Um, I think what's going on right now is we're seeing the third strand of DNA being implemented into the people that took the jabs. Uh, hi, Tony. Is Jan Yanni here? No, Yanni's probably in bed. Yanni's on a different time zone. I, I don't think he's here. Hold on. Let's see if he's awake. I did see him. Oh, he is awake. Hold on. See if I get him in here. Uh, where is he? There he is. All righty. Righty. Oh, you're listening. Okay. Someone's in the chat room. I were asking for you just to let you know. Okay, cool. You're listening. All righty. Um, yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. You know, welcome to another another uh, segment with Dave and myself. Wow. We went. We've, we, I've come a long way. Uh, Dave has come a long way. Uh I remember when I was doing shows on the micro effect. We're doing them twice a week for two hours. That was fun, you know. I uh, didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Most of the times I still don't. <laughs> so, um, no. When you're talking anything that, okay, I said this on the shows many a time. Anything that ends with an OSE. As an encapsulation, don't use. It's a fiber. It's a cellulose, which you can't break down. And it's being made out of pine. So there's no way your system's going to break that down. So if you're buying supplements and you want to buy the vegan stuff for whatever reason, which is most of that's just bullshit, to sell you a product that you can't break down, then dump out the products. Put them in some other carrier. You know, if they're water soluble, put them in some water. If they're, if you want to put them in, in a bacterium, put them in either some yogurt or kefir. You know, but those five, those 
those capsules do not break down hardly at all, and they do accumulate in the system over time. Eventually, they can plug you up, or you'll be shitting out this big plastic container coming out of your arsehole. So you don't really need to be using that stuff. That's why I tell people to use gelatin, because gelatin does break down. The acids in the stomach will break it down, and any fluid you take with it would immediately begin to um, engage whatever you're taking. I don't care where they're from. Mercola's a shill. If you're, I mean, if you're following Mercola stuff, this guy is the same guy that told you magnesium stearate was bad for you. If anybody had that half a brain cell, would have looked up magnesium stearate, which is basically magnesium stearic acid, which both the heart uses. So just because you got a, a guru out there, and you're going to hear me say this, these, most of these goofy gurus that are doctors don't know jack shit. They really don't. What they're there for is to make money. That's it. They will bring in some articles to make it, it give them an appearance, but most of the time, they haven't a clue. Um, ride hard. <laughs> so again, don't fall for... I, I, I even tell you, don't even believe what I'm telling you most of the time. Go look it up. Go look it up. You know, this is the problem with most people today. They get complacent. They get lazy. They hear some guru tickle their ears, and they don't validate anything. Same thing when people go to church. They hear some minister preach some, some gospel, whatever it may be, but nobody takes the time to read the Bible and see if what they're saying has actually any, any real truth or merit. So don't believe anything. I'm giving you what I know based on experience and research. Now, it's up to you to do the same thing. What happens if a guy like me isn't around anymore to guide you or direct you or whatever it is you want to uh, say I'm doing with you in regard to this information? What are you going to do? Keep on following every guru out there? Mike Ranger, Mercola, and all the rest, and Alex Jones and the rest of them that are selling nothing but garbage? You got to read the labels correctly and you got to read the other ingredients. I don't give a shit who's selling you what. The only ingredient in those vitamins should be what you're paying for. Nothing else. And if they're coming in a containment of some kind that doesn't break down in the gut or in the intestinal tract, then all you're doing is spending a lot of money on vitamins that you're just going to shit out the door anyway. So I don't care where they're from. I don't care who's selling you what. Look, they're selling you to right now, right now. They are selling you uh, survival kits with foods laced with soy, aborted baby proteins, um, um, can it cause hair loss. Well, it's a carbon C60 component, so you shouldn't be using it anyway. So, again, uh, if what they say about it is true, it should actually increase hair growth. But like I said, there's a carbon C60 element to Shilajet that was never spoken about. And that product came out like in the late 60s, early 70s, and it was called Mumi. Um, well, I have a 13-year-old uh, lab. What can I give her for joint and digestion? Okay, what well, we used to give the uh, animals was uh, glucosamine chondroitin and 400 and 500 milligram strength 
and then we did give them gelatin and sometimes MSM. And you give it to them every couple hours or three or four times a day. Usually within a week, week and a half, you should see a difference. But that's, that we know works. We've done that. We've, we've even given that same combination of horses just at a higher dose. What is the best vitamin for hair growth? Sulfur. Sulfur. MSM is good. Um, onion is good. They have the component in it for keratin. Keratin is what the hair uses. Biotin doesn't work that well. Unless you combine it with some sulfur. Sulfur has to be there. And biotin has to be put in some kind of bacterium in order to be broken down and assimilated correctly in the gut. Taking biotin on its own usually doesn't work. Most of the time I've seen people take it. doesn't do much. MSM, I've seen people take it, have a bad haircut, and wind up their hair growing back in like two and a half weeks. So, um, yep, you can give cats MSM. Why not? Um... How do you how do you re remineralize distilled water? Just add salt to it. Remineralization is all that's that's just a fancy word. Just adding whatever minerals you want back in there. You can add uh, magnesium citrate, magnesium malate, magnesium ascorbate, uh, potassium citrate, potassium uh, again malate, ascorbate, uh, potassium citrate. Um, so when we're looking at, yeah, just, that's all that is. Just, you're just adding salt back to the water. That's all you're doing. So it's just a fancy word, remineralization. All you're doing is just adding back what you took, what they took out through distillation. So, um, just make sure that the, the minerals you're adding back in are bound or at least, um, integrated with some kind of acid because magnesium doesn't break down that easy unless it's got an acid with it. Neither does potassium, neither does calcium, neither does sodium. That's why they're in the salt form. You know, magnesium chloride, potassium chloride, sodium chloride, calcium chloride, or they're in an acid form. Um, so, alrighty. Well, I guess people, I guess people got the email. That's good. Um, when we're looking at overall health and what you're buying, how many are you reading the ingredients of what you're at what you're buying at the grocery store? How many are just going into the store and grabbing whatever you're buying because of price? You know, the capsule is methyl cellulose. Should we? Yes. Yeah, we just covered that about four minutes ago. Anything that's got an O-S-E at the end, it's in a capsule, dump it out. Make sure, as well, when you read the other ingredients, if it's got silica in it, don't bother. If it's got titanium in it, don't bother. If it's got aluminum in it, don't bother. If it's got natural and artificial flavors in it, don't bother. If it's got AVP, TVP, HVP, leave it alone. That's soy. When they sell you these vitamins, they don't sell them to you, a lot of these companies, so that they will work. 
They're selling them to you so that they can make a dollar. Is it good to take iodine every day? Yeah, why wouldn't you? You expose the radiation every day, so I would say, yeah, good idea. Aha, from Charleston. Look at that. They're coming in from all over. <laughs> so, like I said, pay attention. Pay attention. Well, okay. That's been in milk for a long time. It's a hormone that they give cows so that they can produce more milk. So a lot of that will transfer over. And they're telling everybody that that is safe. Now, in Canada, in old Canada, it's not supposed to be here. But I don't believe it. I think what they're, and what they're doing here is they're putting that into the feed. What about silica's toxic? Magnesium stearate isn't. So we covered that uh, a bit ago too. Uh, cool. Okay, if you're taking a Lugo 2%, you can still buy 5% online. That's what, that's what we sell here is 5%. Uh, just take double the dose. Oh, look at that. All right, thank you, Karen. Um, yeah, so a lot of things that were, like I said, when you go into the grocery store, start looking at the other ingredients as well. See, the way the food industry and the health food industry work is there's a certain amount of poison they can put into the food supply, which they find is relatively safe. But the accumulative effect of those poisons over a period of time become very lethal. That's why I tell everybody to start reading the other ingredients. Okay. It's important that you read the other ingredients because that's where you're going to find what they've done to your food supply. Okay, uh, you can't um, you can't rely on the ethics of these people anymore or these corporations. Um, they're not there, like I said, for your benefit. They're there to make a profit, and the more a component is, uh, how would you put it? The more a component is diluted, the more toxic it can become. So I'm going to see, I got something here. I'm going to see if I can get to you guys. Give me a second. Aha. All righty. I'm going to put a link in here. Share this link with everybody. It's off my it's off my website. Um, some of you go there, some of you don't. You know. Uh, so again, it's it's there for everybody to um, check out. Oh. Uh, Tony, what is your favorite sci-fi movie? I don't have a favorite sci-fi movie anymore. I watch sci-fi because. I'm looking at the technology that they're showing us in these things to give us, an, uh, give me an idea what we're what we're facing. 
Um, I just put a link in there for everybody. So copy the link and then copy the page. Um, I just don't look at sci-fi the same way. Um, when I go back all the way to Lost in Space, when they had that robot with them, that was considered very advanced at that time. But all these sci-fi movies have been giving us hints of what is coming. Uh, the last one I just saw was, uh, it wasn't a sci-fi. It was more of a, well, sort of a sci-fi uh, action movie, which was called Fallen Angel. And in there, there's a segment where they're showing you drones and drone warfare. Now, if you're ever confronted with something like that, you need to get somewhere and sheltered and have your uh, body temperature blocked. And if you got a gun, it better be a shotgun. Not a 30-30, not a 30 gauge, not a 22 or an AR-22. It better be a shotgun. Because there's no way you can stop a drone assault. And they're showing you this in that movie. War is going to take on a whole new meaning in the next year or two. Uh, Elon Musk is talking about building an Optimus program or, or a, a robots in the millions. That's an army. And for those of you who have guns, your bullets may not even make a dent in their armor, even a 50 caliber. They're using carbomer and diamine in conjunction with other metals to make these things damn near impenetrable. But what will stop them is a high static charge of electricity, a high surge charge of electricity, or very powerful EMP. And then you would remove its hard drive once you burned it, burned it out because it may have a backup uh, and you need to destroy the, any transceiver that this, these things may have. They are showing you this. They're, this is not entertainment. They are showing you the, the next way of waging war. Okay. They, they are not entertaining you here. Okay. They are showing you. They are giving you the heads up on what their intentions are. Okay. That's, when you look at these things, don't look at them for entertainment value. So, you know, I, and when I watch, so when you ask me what's my favorite, I really don't have a favorite anymore. I just watch these things. Uh, I watch something called Sisyphus. Uh, it was a Korean sci-fi. I'm now paying attention to October 31st. That's the date that they kept mentioning in the first two episodes about uh, a nuclear strike that was going to hit South Korea, Japan, and the whole Asian Pacific. But primarily South Korea. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I remember watching that too. Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So, yeah, when you're watching these things, if you go all the way back to the first, first movie with a virus or a plague, these were a precursor of things to, that they were going to bring on. 
<laughs> the um, what probiotic? What probiotic uh, strains do you find most beneficial? I, to be honest with you, I would tell you there's a lot. They all have benefit. I think it all depends on how you're using them. You know, there's some like uh, the Bulgaricus uh, strain works on calcium, works on bone density. They all have a, they all have specific functions. So I don't know how you can even uh, specify which is the best one or best combination. It all depends what you're doing and what you're using them for. Um, all righty. El Paso, Texas. Cool. Um, Credit Swiss Bank. Oh, really? Lovely. So now we have to be on, on our guard that we may lose our life savings in these banks because they may declare bankruptcy. They're gonna do they're gonna pull a grease. Yeah, you can call in. Why can't you? If you know how to. <laughs> and I'll try to figure out. Okay, here we go. Invite. We sent you your invite. Make Ephraim a speaker now. Okay, how do I do that? Can you hear me? Well, there you go. Oh shit. What's this one? Okay, Mike, can you talk? Yeah, hello, can you hear me? Yeah, how do I do this? Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to make you talk here. Oh, maybe you are talking. Yeah, I am talking. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Okay, my speaker was off. <laughs> What's okay. up? What's up? Oh, yeah, yeah. I listened to your last uh, live, and I was just wondering, what did you talk about with um, the eyes? Like, what can you, what supplements can you take to fix your eyes? Uh, we mentioned on the last show you can use taurine, copper, zinc, enzymes. Uh, you can use lutein, rosemary, mm -hmm. uh, and any combination, or you can combine them all. There was a pro there was a product out years ago. Now again, I don't know how good it is because I haven't been um, involved in the health food industry that much as far as supplementation okay. goes. There's still a couple of them that are good out there, like Enzymedica has got a good. Uh, I, again, I haven't looked at them in a while, but the last I checked, they were good. They didn't have silica or any other shit in them. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a product that was called Ocudine Two, and we were giving that. To people in their 80s and they saw improvement okay now right. again look at the other ingredients and that's in that if it's even still around i don't even know if it's still around um okay uh but that one that one seemed to work okay okay all right uh, okay and just minimize your sugar intake and your grain intake and you should see some results but normally if you can't find something like that the go-to is taurine zinc and copper enzymes um vitamin a retinal palmitate and um there's another thing there enzymes retinal palmitate and rosemary and rosemary okay cool rosemary, okay okay thank you so much all right take care you too all righty now what we got here Hi from Morocco. Okay, here we go. 
Uh, yeah, you can hear me. Okay, cool. All right. So I've got to make sure I don't have any echo. How do you call in? I don't know. Ask um, ask Mike Afram. I mean, he, I know he may. You, know, you can do it. I think you can do a private message with him. And um, see how uh, how he did. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know. Um, like I said, I, I I just sort of I'm flying by the seat of my pants with this program. So. Um, Uh, here, cheering, clap. Okay, I got some stuff here. I'm going to try. We got here. Correct comedy. Okay, I don't see nothing. Come roll. Oh, it does work. Okay. Okay, it does work. All right, how do you call in three messages? My lutein had titanium dioxide. I have to toss it. Yeah, good idea. Hold on. Oh, what happened? Try that again. Whoever tried to call in, I just missed it. Alrighty. Gotcha. All right. We sent you. We sent your invite. Alrighty. Okay. So I just gotta now wait for you to uh, hop in. Yep. There you are. All right. Brent, are you there? I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, what's going on? No, you, you, you're, uh, you I can barely hear you. Okay, you sound like you're talking in a tunnel. Yeah, I got you on this full full bore. Uh, try calling try calling in again because you're I you know maybe you got a bad connection. Okay, I'll try calling in again. All right. Okay. All righty. Okay, like to show what we got. Wow. What are your thoughts on biological dental, please? Um, so here we go. Chrissy called. They gave her. Okay. All right, there you are. Chrissy, you there? Hey, what's up, Tom? Hello. Uh, hello, hello. Yes, can you hear me? You sound like you're... Sound like your count director. Uh, well, I just want to thank you, Tony, for everything that you do. Okay. Uh, for some reason, this is not coming clear. I don't know. Hold on. 
Okay. Okay, I can't. Yeah, I disconnected you, Chrissy, because I couldn't make out what you were saying. Okay, what we got here? What are your thoughts on biological dentists, please? Um, they're using pretty much the same materials that the dentistry is using. They're using nanotechnology in the partial plate making. Um, I none of none of the dentistry, as far as I can tell, is doing anything that drastically different. Um. And the materials they're using is all nano as well. So I don't really, I don't know what to tell anybody for dentistry because I, I haven't seen anything that is actually an alternative, to be quite honest with you. So, okay, ascension. Okay. How do you spell? Oh, uh, imudine. I M U U. Sorry, I M M U D Y O N E two. Uh, let me try it this way. There you go. No, uh, imiodine is a capsule. That I, I, I printed it right there in the, in the chat. Imiodine is a uh, pill, capsule usually. What well, used to be a capsule. Like I said, I have not been paying attention to a lot of the supplements today. Nothing's really changed. Uh, somebody asked me something about octopus ink as a supplement. And I told them to be honest with you, I don't know anything about it. Uh, like I said, it sounded to me like a fad. Um, in regarding to, again, selling another product to make a quick buck. Now, another thing I'm going to tell you as well. There are a lot of supplements that have similar effect as far as recovery. So a lot of times you don't have to spend the money on the most expensive thing either. We mentioned on the last show, for instance, B1. There's um, uh, there's a form of B1 called benfothiamine, another one called alathiamine, then you got uh, thiamine mononitrate, and thiamine HCL. The HCLs and the mononitrates are the cheaper of the of the four. There's actually another uh, another B vitamin as well, and I can't remember what it is right off the bat. But the benfotiamine and the alathiamine are more expensive because of, the, of where they were extracted from or how they're combined. So sometimes you can buy a low-end, well, I should say low-end, a less expensive B1 and combine it with NAC, alpha-lipoic acid, taurine, methionine, cysteine, NAC, or MSM. Any one of those in combination will amplify the uptake and the absorption rate of DB1. Even taking it with quercetin, because that too is a sulfur-based supplement. So you don't have to spend a lot of money on some high-end supplement. Um, 
So, you know, black squid is supposed to balance your brain, according to Jennifer Daniels. Oh, my gosh. Jennifer Daniels. <laughs> I listen to Jennifer Daniels, and I have my reservations. Let's just put it that way. Was well, good for a bowel moment. The simplest thing is applesauce. Applesauce. Applesauce and, uh, or pectin. Add water and consume. And then drink lots of water through the day. That sometimes is all you need. Sometimes you might have to add an enzyme. Clear out to break down the, any dead proteins that may be congesting the situation. Sometimes. Sometimes just a lot of fluid. What causes ADHD? And what can be done to help along with... Uh, what? A grain-free diet. Okay. ADHD is usually caused by epigenetics. In other words, some kind of environmental uh, uh, invader. Most of the time, ADHD is caused by injections, by uh, vaccines. Um... I don't know why you would want to put that in your mouthwash. Vitamin C. Makes really no sense to do that. Why would you want to put any acid in your mouth? You want to actually put more of a base in your mouth. Your, your mouth is already acidic. Yeah, your mouth is already acidic. Okay, so you don't really need that more. Okay, as far as ADHD goes, I mean, usually you can tie ADHD to Parkinson's and dementia and any other brain disorder. Um, through nano poisoning or metal, na nanometallics getting inside the head. When they're giving the child an injection, all that stuff's on a nano scale these days. You know. Oh, Occidine, you're correct. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Thank you. Dying, I think, too. Yeah, Occidine too. I may have spelt it wrong, but yeah, you're correct. I forgot. I don't know why I had Immunodyne in my head, but all right. Um, as far as a grain tea diet goes, it takes a little time to get over the um, program or the addiction because you are addicted to grain, and it was designed to addict you anyway. When you look at Mediterraneans, you look at Middle Easterners, and you look at Asians, these are the highest, and South Americans, these are the highest grain eaters in the world. You know, they either eat rice, they eat wheat. In different parts of Europe, they eat rye, they eat uh, barley, they eat oat, they eat teff in some parts, you know, corn. All that's genetic, and that's been designed. Again, and when you're growing up as a kid, if you have any kind of ethnic background, you didn't have a meal without bread. You just did not eat a meal without bread. Bread was in every meal. Soup, pasta dishes, meat dishes, chicken dishes, fish dishes, you know, uh, sandwiches. It was in everything. So you got, there's a little bit of breaking that down. It usually takes about a year. So, um, the first 
Four months usually is the, is the, the rough, the, the, the easy part of the rough ride. That's when you're getting off the grains. And the next eight months is the psychological. You think you need to have a piece of bread. You drive down a donut shop, you're baking bagels. You walk into a bake shop, you're baking bread. You, uh, you go places where bread is being served in some form or fashion, as a pie, as a cake. Walk down the aisles, you got cereals, and you got cookies, and you got junk food. Okay. After a while, it takes about a year. After about a year, you don't care if you ever see it again. You really don't. I, I go into bread aisle, don't even, it doesn't even phase me. What oil would be good for deep frying? Well, you got sunflower oil. You got grapeseed oil. Um, there's another one. Um, those two for sure, uh, because they, they can take temperatures up to 450 to 480 degrees. Do not exceed the heat. Olive oil can take up to three to 350 degrees, depending. Um, I'm just trying to think of all the other oils. There's almond oil, which doesn't take a lot of heat to scorch it. Um... I'm trying. There's one more that takes the high heat, but uh, grapeseed oil does for sure. Sunflower oil does for sure. Um, I can't think of the third one, but there's three. But those three, olive oil can only go up to about 300 between 300 and 330 degrees, 350. That's it. So unless you're cooking on some low heat. It's not, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it for deep frying unless your the materials you're um, cooking uh, can handle the lower heat. Just may have to cook a little longer. Are Epsom salts safe to take for bowels? Yes. Uh, what do you eat, Tony? Food. <laughs> Just like everybody else, I eat food. I'm not a vegan. I don't profess to be a vegan. I don't encourage veganism. I think veganism is the stupidest thing anybody could uh, talk about. I was listening to a guy today. Somebody sent me something on this vegan thing. And I thought, what an idiot. And then he was trying to base a study on gorillas. Let me inform everybody. All these animals that you think are vegan aren't. Um, okay, aren't. I have seen giraffes eat mice. I have seen cows in the barn eat baby chickens, baby chicks. I have seen monkeys eat meat. I have seen gorillas eat meat. You know, it's not that they are vegan. They're omnivores. They just don't eat a lot of meat, but they do eat it. Your predatory animals like your, your cats and your dogs... Dingoes, wolves, uh, lions, tigers, lynxes, whatever, the cat family. Uh, they are pr primarily predator meat eaters. Avocado oil, that's the one. Yeah, avocado oil can also take a lot of heat. Peanut oil is up there too, but it doesn't get, you can't take the heat as high as um, sunflower or grapeseed. But I think it's around 400. But avocado is the other one that could take the high heat. Um, 
How many vitamins do I take a day? I got to think about that. Um, right now, I'm taking high doses of B1 and quercetin. Um, I take collagen every day. I take um, zinc and copper chloride. I take essential oils every day. Um... And I've been taking glutamine lately. And I don't take a whole lot at one time. I'll take certain things to sustain my immune system. For instance, I'll take zinc chloride and copper chloride regularly. Um, I'll take iodine once in a blue moon. Uh, because the zinc and copper chloride seem to do the trick. Um, I'll take selenium sometimes. Uh, I'll take B5 and choline sometimes. Uh, not all the time. I cycle a lot of stuff with me today. Uh, unless I'm dealing with something specific, um, my regimen will fluctuate. You know, I'm, I'm always, because I'm always studying things and doing things. I'm always experimenting, even on myself. So I take things primarily because I need them. I'll take things uh, in maintenance form because we got everybody jabbed right now and they're all running around shedding. Zinc and copper chloride are always in my regimen every day. Um, my coffee will have in it. Um, well, what I do is I percolate about four to six herbs in the percolator, pour that into my cup, and I'll add an instant coffee. I'll add um, my creatine or my my uh, collagen. Uh, I'll add my maple syrup to it. Um, if I'm in pain, I'll add a little aspirin to it because the coffee and aspirin uh, actually work in a very powerful synergy. I'll take my B1 and my quercetin at that time too. Um, and then throughout the day, I'm either using essential oils or I'm using other uh, minerals like potassium carbonate or potassium citrate, uh, magnesium citrate. You know, uh, borax, phosphorus. So, again, I take a variety of different things, primarily, like I said, for support or for treatment or for maintenance. So, depending on what it is or what I'm seeing going on during that week, I may bump it up. I may even add GSC to it. I may add vitamin C to it. Uh, I may increase vitamin A. So, it all depends. All depends. Oh, yay. It's Angelo. Hey, Angelo, you made it. Hey, did you did you have a canoe? That was the only way you were getting out of there. <laughs> um, see here. I love a good steak. Yep, yeah, me too. Uh, let's see. How do you get rid of herpes? It's it's a lot of magical supplements that don't work, and doctors just treat. What I've seen work on herpes was using a combination of lysine, vitamin C, uh, zinc, and copper chloride, and then hitting the area with the triangle. I don't believe herpes is a disease or a virus. I believe it's a program. Because for some strange reason, 
this virus will go dormant for three weeks, in a woman anyway, and then the fourth week it decides to show itself when she's on her menstrual cycle. And after she gets on with her menstrual cycle, it goes back to being dormant. That, to me, is a program. So, uh, when I was treating somebody, uh, the regimen was, that was the regimen, and then we put a triangle, one on her, uh, the base of her back where her butt connected, and the other one right on the very front, and we pulsed the area. And for two months, she didn't have any outbreak whatsoever. So I think over a period of time, you could probably disengage that operating system. Um, so, okay, everybody's eating now. How many milligrams of B1 do you take a day? Again, depends. Depends what I'm trying to do and depends what I'm doing. B1, I'm taking a high dose right now because I'm dealing with some damage um, from these ground waves. So I'm taking probably in a day close to five to six grams. I'm taking about um, three to four grams of Kirsten with it. Uh, magnesium, I may take a gram twice a day, depending. Can you get rectal bleeding from taking too much Epsom salt mixed with vitamin C. This is what happened to me. I used to take this and didn't uh, have this issue. Well, uh, it depends what's, pu what's pulling out of you and depends how much you took and depends if um, it had dissolved completely in the solution you put it in. So uh, anything's possible in that regard. If the Epsom salt isn't dissolved correctly. Yeah, it could uh, scratch the lining of the intestinal tract. Um, I mean, even even niacin will cause rectal bleeding. So yeah, it's possible. Just make sure that if you do it again, just take less. Just take less. You know. Uh, somewhere dropped. All right, let's see here. Are you still selling the flash drive containing? Yep, we. I am. Uh, the price hasn't gone down. It's pretty well stayed the same or gone up. So, depending where you live, it's two hundred plus shipping. Um, you mean you did no canoe? You swam? You swam all that way? Wow. <laughs> um, oh, I would have probably... You know what? If I had gone down there and that had happened, I had been speaking very fluent Canadian. <laughs> very fluent. <laughs> what the... <laughs> you know, that would have been a... Surprise! <laughs> uh, okay, what else we got going? I don't doubt that at all, Brent, that it could have been. But I also don't think it's a virus. 
I don't believe half of these injections are what they've been telling us for decades. Um, you know, I think I, I honestly believe it's either a genetic, a genetically modified code or a nanotechnology that they've implemented into people and they spread it, you know, and probably not even knowing they had it through an injection site of some kind. Um, and, um, like I said, when I started thinking about it, the precision of this virus turning on and off on, on cue was just mind-boggling to me. I thought, this cannot be a virus. Because if this was a true virus, it would not stop trying to take out the individual. So it had to have been some sort of program or operating system that they had implemented somehow into the genetic code. So if a man and a woman are having sex and the guy releases his protein or his peptides into the woman and she's releasing her peptides into him, then that would be the delivery method. Where it winds up, that I'm not sure. We figured it's between the crack of the backside to the front in between or up near the spine somewhere. That's why we placed the triangles the way we did. So one was up at the front, angling up, and the other one was at the top, uh, angling down, or whatever we had it at. And then we, we gave her a pulse, and we got her on um, zinc, lysine, copper, uh, and zinc. Uh, sorry, lysine, C, zinc, and copper. How do you heal adrenal fatigue? Uh, you need a couple of vitamins, vitamin A, retinal palmitate. Vitamin B5 or panatine and vitamin C. And uh, increase the use of these things every three hours. Uh, B5, 500 milligrams, uh, retinal palmitate, 10,000 to 20,000 IUs, and vitamin C, 2 grams. Um, so, okay. Okay. The other thing, too, if you're getting any kind of herpes outbreak, whether it's one or two, moder moderate your diet and see what you're eating. If you're eating a lot of lentils, a lot of beans, a lot of seeds and nuts, that will feed the herpes. Because what it does is it imbalances the arginine lysine levels. So again, you know, be careful when you have these outbreaks. What would be a better option for the antiviral like Aclavar? Well, if you're, what are you trying to do? Like, why are you taking Aclavar? So... Oh, yeah, I know. Um, stem cell transplant. Why are you taking Aclavir? Is that to re, to prevent rejection? What? Why? Why are you using that for?
rent shingles. Well, why aren't you taking lysine and zinc at high doses? You should be getting shingles and then, again, eliminate in your diet all nuts, seeds, beans, lentils, any of that food, food um, group. This way, you don't imbalance the lysine levels. So this must be, that stem cell you took must be knocking down the lysine levels. So lysine and zinc should have the same effect. Just make sure you're taking them in adequate uh, high doses and make sure you take them every couple hours. Get that stuff in your system. What do you use for face cleaning in the morning? I just use water. Simple water. You know. So I think we got everything. Wow. Wow, we got 80 people in here today. Can you imagine that? Isn't that something? And we had two call-ins. Well, three call-ins. Two of them I couldn't make out. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, it's good to know. I sent an email out. And uh, early this morning, I did a pod last night, and um, the pod was pretty hard-hitting. Uh, I get annoyed when I see some of the shit I see going on. Um, Tony is going viral. No, we shouldn't. We got to use another word. Viral is not not a good word. You know. Tony's expanding. That might be good. Tony, well, that may not be good either because if I keep on expanding, it won't fit my pants. But, uh, you know, we got to come up with something better. I don't want to go viral. I don't want to be a virus, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm beginning to think so. I did a couple a uh, month or so ago, and I noticed the numbers in the, um, in the downloads section had gone up substantially. I thought, wow. You know, and last night's show, see, I do the pods, and I do, um, again, I'm trying this out. Because um, with the pods, if anyone's listening to the podcast, now there are links there that you can actually go and look at and see where I'm coming from when I do a show. And the idea is so that this way, you, you, you know, you're, I'm not talking out of my ass and everybody can see where I'm coming from. Um, Tony is going organic. Yeah, that one will work really good. <laughs> you know. Um, so I, I, um, I try to um, give everybody all the details I can give you in regarding to um, what we're listening to and what we're, you know, what I'm talking about. And I try very hard, like I said, to try to forecast to the best of my ability anyway, what I see coming in with sci-fi. And that gives me a very, um, how'd you put it? A very, um, perspective on the way maybe we should be going. You know, and, and how to prepare and how to defend. Um, uh, you know, in that regard. Because I, I think very strongly that when we're dealing with, um, 
Where the hell did it go? Hope the show's still going. Where did it go? I lost the stupid thing. Top. Oh, wait a minute. Is it? Oh, okay, sir. Um, the um, when I give you the, get a perspective of what's going on. I try, like I said, to show everybody uh, what, like I said, where things are happening, and then from there, um, try very hard to um, give you some kind of heads up on how to prepare. Uh, let's see here. Okay, some people did not get this. I don't understand that. Uh, give me a second here. Give me one second. I don't know how that's this thing's working. So, okay, let's see here. Okay, so let me go this way. So send it off. Some people got it and some didn't. I don't know what happened or how that worked. Of course. Not working. Yeah. All right, here we go. Ah, isn't that something? Okay. They, um, I, how many of you been having problems with your computers lately? AI interfering, text uh, being spelt wrong, different things like of this nature. Oh, my gosh. Here we go again. Um, give me one second here. I got some reason. All right. For some reason, I'm trying to get um, a message out to people here. Let's see here. Come on. Okay, that worked. Give me. Bear with me for a second because I got. Um, People here saying that they they heard about my show, but they can't get in. It always amazes me. Uh huh. Okay. So what's going on here? Someone just called me a um, a derogatory term. <laughs> How come they um, did not get this? I don't get this. Well, I just sent them that. See if there's been any changes in the. Uh... All right, so let's go here. 
Okay, here. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I know there's a little dead air time here. I apologize for that. Oh, Lord, you got in there, didn't you? Okay. All right. Okay. We're just going to continue with the show, and I'll try to figure out the problem next time around. Uh, it's funny how you guys found it. I mean, we have 86 people here today, which is almost double what we had the other day. Um, so uh, I'm going organic. Love your pod. Uh, is this what you said earlier with the rectal bleeding? How much pulling out or how much you took? Whether it dissolved? Yeah, exactly. If you're not dissolving these components correctly, a lot of them will have, you know, be jagged. And so as a result, um, when it comes through, it may cut or to cause tiny slits into the, into the intestinal lining or when it comes out through the rectal area, it may, again, be abrasive. So make sure it's dissolved well. Okay. Uh, when will the next live show? Um, Christy, I'm just, I'm, going to, I'm just experimenting with it right now. So today's Sunday, so probably more than likely it will be Tuesday. You know, like I said, I, I'll observe what I see and... From what I'm seeing, the numbers have gone up uh, pretty good. So, and a lot of people, a lot of people still did not get the li the link. So, I'm actually surprised to see so many of you in here. Really, um, besides AI hiding information, I'm trying to look up uh, censorship. Okay, Chrissy, Podbean app. Share need to be subscribed. Okay, yeah. So, Mike Affirm, like the show, using Podbeam. Okay. Yeah, some people have the Podbeam notifications, some don't. Um, yeah, that'd be good. I'll probably watch it. <laughs> um. Okay, well, again, there's some things about this thing I'm not familiar with either, and I don't know uh, what's going on. Whoop. Chrissy, are you there? What's going on here? No. No. Okay, there you are. What's going on here? I, For some reason, you're coming in all garbled. I can hear you, but you sound like you're you're gargling water. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to thank you for everything you do, Tony. Alrighty. Okay, I guess we're still connected. Okay, hold on. Disconnect. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I'm not all that familiar with this thing, too. I'm just, like I said, got it going. 
wanted to see what would happen. I'm still trying to figure some of this out. I got to spend more time uh, doing my own research on this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. So. Um, anyway. Okay, we were talking earlier about genetics. We're talking about you know kids being um, uh, being initially injected with stuff. You know, and how now in Scotland uh, they have going on in Scotland the uh, babies are now dealing with the spike protein and they're dying. Imagine that. Imagine that. And then there was something else going on. You know. Um, uh, in regarding to genetics as well. So like I said. I said this on the last show. You know, this is why I gave you that link. In regarding to um, the mitochondria. What's a good formula for muscle soreness? Well you can apply Vicks Vapor Rub on it. You can take. Uh, high doses of um, ginger. You can take a lango and cayenne. You can take a simple aspirin. Uh, sometimes by incorporating more protein, that could be enough. Hi there. What do you think on on high? What do you think on high? The pace for cannabis. For cancer, if you can talk about it. Well, it works. I've given it to people. I've given people 85% uh, THC content, and it seems to work really quick. One woman had um, a growth, a 9-centimeter growth, and it shrunk it down to less than a millimeter in less than a month. So there, it does work. Uh, not sure why you can't hear me. I'm going to buy a pair of headphones with a microphone, see if that works. Uh, maybe that's it. Um, you know, Mike Afram, I heard him really good when he got on and there was somebody else that got on after him and I could barely make up what they were saying. It sounded like they were talking way, way, way far away. So I have no idea. Um, you know, well, I, you know what the, it's not, they had low common sense. They have low intelligence. High intelligence, I, you'd have to define for me what you're calling high intelligence. Okay, high intelligence indicates to me that somebody would have taken the time to read the research. High intelligence to me would, have, would mean that somebody would have taken the time to understand the research. So, just because someone comes off as if they are intelligent doesn't mean they are. See, I think the people that had the high intelligence were the ones that said no and held their ground. That's the ones I think had high intelligence. The rest of them, I think, are idiots. Stupidity on the nth degree. Nobody was paying attention, apparently, 
nobody was dry was was sitting behind the wheel when the car was driving how do you create a vaccine with something you've never identified or pinpointed or isolated that would have been your first clue you have to understand that the world has become so complacent and so apathetic it's sickening it's sickening the fact that these governments could do what they did and get away with it indicates that the general population are asleep at the wheel. Stupid as can be. Dumb as a bag of rocks. What's the history of canola silica? What do you mean by that exactly? You know... I've done talk shows on both. So what are, you, what are you looking for exactly on this? Are you trying to find a reason to take it? Are you trying to find a reason why you shouldn't take it? You know, I, don't, I don't quite follow you on this. You know. Well, it's not a vaccine. This is the thing. It was never a vaccine. Moderna and Pfizer told you at the very beginning that it was a gene editing program. AstraZeneca and Johnson Johnson were proclaiming it to be a vaccine. But it too had, was, was a nano delivery method of inserting genetic material. The original vaccines, when they injected you into an area, they stayed in the area. They didn't go into the DNA. And they didn't shut off the DNA's immune system so that they could influence the DNA and affect the operating system of the DNA. So when people didn't read anything, and even if they had read, most people would not have understood what mRNA was. They wouldn't have taken the time to look it up. And that's not the only thing in these vaccines. Just like they're all, everyone's trying to get everybody to get into this whole graphene bullshit. That is such horseshit. It's unbelievable. Graphene is not the only component in there that's being utilized as a conductive material. It's not the only carbon in there. That's the only one they're talking about. Excuse me, you got C60 in there. You got black carbon in there. You probably, and there's nano gold in there. There's nano silver in that shit. These are all high level of conductive materials that transfers data. Lipid nanoparticles that they're using is like a hard drive storing the information that are required to be released into the genetic code. You know. Well, when they mixed the jabs, it was it was. And I said this was going to happen at the very beginning. If you have four bioweapons running around and they're all shedding. So that means the operating system of the mRNA, or not the mRNA, of, uh, of Moderna, and the operating system of the, of the AstraZeneca would get together, would create a whole new dynamic operating system with all this stored 
data that would have been stored in the DNA, waiting for it to be activated by a signal. All these goopy doctors out there running around saying, oh, we can get this out. These, these people must be magicians. Because what has happened is the, the DNA and the RNA have been completely changed. They are no longer the person they were. Their genetic identity has been altered. And you can't reverse it. Now, well, should, let me put it this way. The medical in, uh, institutions today cannot re re reverse it. The ones that created this shit in the lab may have the formula to do this. You know. My friend Gene is convinced on clear days we are getting hit with arsenic gas. She says, worry about, worry bo about both chemtrails and clear skies. Yep. COVID isn't COVID. It's, a, it's portrayed. It's basically poisoning, which makes sense. When I did a cellular detox for 10 days, it forced a, a purge, and I had a flu. I'm so annoyed, this planet and us in being polluted and altered, destroyed, completely psychopathically. Yep. Well, there's a lot of truth to what she's saying. The chemtrails have been going on since 1947. So we've been absorbing nanoparticles ever since we came into the earth. If you were born after the 1970s, you were getting a full-on hit with genetics, nanoparticles, chemtrails, frequencies, whatever. If you were born before the 50s, you hardly had any of that. The biggest thing you had to worry about was pesticides and the toxicity of the pesticides they were spraying in the food supply. So as, as the decades have gone on, what they've implemented into the food supply were toxic devices that would further exasperate the immune system, microwaves, fast foods, frozen foods that you would put in a microwave, uh, chemical uh, components that would keep these things, you know, from breaking down, nanoparticles that were coming down in the food supply that we were unaware of at the time, nor did we talk about it, industrial toxins that were being uh, ex expounded into the rivers and streams of our wherever we lived. So we had problems going on and all the health issues that we have had and have ever had it has been due to what's called epigenetics. They said this back in 1960s, that all the health issues were the result of the environment being altered. At that time, the United States had one of the longest uh, longevity for people alive in America at the time because they didn't have all this shit that they got today. And then they tried to say some bullshit about the Japanese uh, having the longest lifespan. They don't. The average guy in Tokyo barely outlives an American in New York City. They outlive the American by three months. That's it. The longest lived people on the planet are the Hunsas. By far. Their average lifespan is between 125 and 140. There's another group in the Middle East that have the average lifespan of 125. 
Another group in northern Italy and uh, Switzerland, I believe they're between 115, 110 to 120, somewhere in there. The Hopi Indians in South, uh, southwest United States is 110. And the interesting thing about all these people that live a long life, live in some of the harshest environments on the planet. They don't start to die until they begin to eat the same shit we're eating. You know. Okay. How to explain 5G and 6G. Okay, think of 5G as a carrier. And it has a limited reach. So, and limited penetration. This is why they have to cut trees because the carbon in the trees can deflect the frequency. 6G is on a terahertz bandwidth. 5G is on a gigahertz bandwidth. I don't know why they call it 6G. They should be calling it 6T, not G. That's where the confusion comes in. 6G is a terahertz band. They are 10 to the 15th power particles that are hitting at faster than the speed of light. So when it hits the body and penetrates the body, because it's a microwave, it then hits the fat cells in the body, releasing the water, converting the water into hydrogen, which then allows the hydrogen to act as a conduit or a conductor for the 6G, further da damaging exponentially the DNA of the body or of the host. And when it leaves, unless the medical establishment has the, the equipment to be able to um, analyze, analyze, the 6G penetration and damage, they will never know what it is. And you have to also understand, I said this on the last show, in the last 90 years, in the last 90 years, the medical establishment hasn't cured anything. Nothing. So, if they haven't been able to cure anything before nano and frequencies they're going to cure even less now and the treatments that they're going to offer people are going to be completely useless and by them going into the genetic code to find the solution is the wrong way to go and because what they're dealing with are the symptoms not the cause When you're dealing with your health issue, let's say you got a pain in your elbows and your knees and your ankles and your wrists. So right away we think arthritis. So now we have to think, why are we having these problems? Why? Could it be because I have a copper deficiency? Could it be because I have a magnesium deficiency? Could it be because I have a low SOD level in my body? Could it be because I've been exposed to something that has depleted my body of key nutrients that keep my bones from uh, shrinking and from my tendons to shrink? See, these are the questions you have to ask. Okay, If you're going to look for a solution, then you have to look at, at the cause. Okay. 
if you're not dealing with the cause and you're treating the symptom, you'll never fix it. You know, you'll never fix it. Uh, okay. Could you what? Wait, hold on. Could you perhaps please repeat the hydrogen structured water effect on the nano? Well, it's not the hydrogen affecting the nano. It's the hydrogen acting as a conduit or, or a transporter or a fiber optic to allow the 6G to flow through the body. It's a, it's a conductor. A lot of things are conductors and some things are superconductors. When you're getting hit with a microwave and it hits the fat cells, it releases the moisture and the water in the cells. Those cells then, again, because of the energy, will convert to hydrogen and oxygen. Well, oxygen is an oxidizer. Hydrogen is a conductor. I believe, not, now don't quote me here. Uh, one's positive, one's negative. Right now, I don't know which. Because uh, I, I have to look at what I'm doing here on that. Um, I believe hydrogen is positive. I'm not sure. Hold on. Let's find out for sure. I hate saying something that ain't, that ain't the case. Uh, give me a second. Hydrogen. Give me one second. Either, well, so one or the other. Okay. Yeah, hydrogen is positively charged. So when you, the, the oxygen, which is an electron, is removed from it, it goes positive. And, for, and it, the 6G uses that as a con conductor. So if the 6G is a negative charge and it hits the hydrogen, it's going to, it's going to go to it and deliver. So as it breaks the lipid barrier and releases the hydrogen, the hydrogen then becomes a... Um, a conduit, uh, like a fiber optic. Uh, it'll, work, it'll act like a fiber optic in, in creating and allowing it to deliver into the system. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, Hansa lengthy lives has something to do with, yeah, the water has peroxide in it. So that basically the water doesn't have anything in it that could cause problems. Uh, they eat a lot of uh, meat. They do. They are meat eaters. They thrive on apricot pits and apricots. There's your vitamin A, your beta carotene, and there's your cyanide, in your and your uh, your B17. Um, so they are eating a diet that is primarily supporting their their on a cellular level. Uh, they don't have babies until they're seventy. What size capsule would you capsule horse aspirin? Well, how strong do you want to make it? You know, I use a number one or number two, which is 300 milligrams, but 
I don't just put aspirin in there. I'll put magnesium with it. I will put caffeine with it. And I will put maybe a little cayenne with it. So when I break it all down, I have about 100 milligrams of aspirin, maybe 20 milligrams of cayenne, uh, a couple hundred milligrams of magnesium, and get the other one now, um, and caffeine, maybe another... Um, maybe another 100 milligrams, you know, and I'll take that and I'll use that. Caffeine uh, augments the aspirin, the magnesium, buffers the stomach so it doesn't cause any damage uh, to the stomach. Uh, um, and the, uh, the cayenne, cayenne can also amplify the effect of the aspirin as well. Um, so that's... How I would do it. You don't need a lot of aspirin. But what you need is a buffering mechanism so that when it does hit the stomach, because it is an acid, you don't want it to, to basically cause problems in the gut. The 1950s formula for aspirin, which is really where I got, to, where I got my idea from, was magnesium, lecithin, and aspirin. The lecithin delivered it into the brain, and throughout the body, through the acetylcholine, the magnesium buffered the stomach, and the aspirin acts as an analgesic. Um, oh, my mom works at a clinic that gets tested every week, but not anymore with the PCR. She's the only one that didn't get the, the vaccine in the clinic, and everyone has gotten sick except for my mom. Good. Have your mom wear a... Um, Ionizer. Okay, what happened here? Okay. Okay, hydrogen's one electron, negative charge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at that. You know, and it becomes, a, it becomes a negative charge because of the oxygen that you remove. Because <laughs> when you remove that, it goes negative. So the oxygen seems to balance it out. Um, anyway, to fix my diabetes, taking okay, I have a YouTube channel, Herbs Plus and Beadworks. There is a formula there for diabetics that seem to have helped a lot of them. I would suggest you go there and get the formula. Download it. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. Um, um, and, I'm just typing in what to type into that to get in there. So bear with me. I know I'm not supposed to have dead air, but I do sometimes. You know. All right. And so instead of belaboring this here, you can go there. Okay, I put the link in the chat in the in the show. Um, where you can go to um, YouTube and somewhere in here, I hope. 
There it is. In, okay, you go youtube.com um, or independence.youtube.com and then type in herbs plus beadworks in order to get in there. So, yeah, oh, yeah, you will. That's a definite. If you guys go look on the radar maps that are out there, you can see in the United States and, and Canada, Ontario and Michigan are the worst ones. They're getting hit. And everyone here is having problems sleeping. The Hansas, H-U-N-Z-A, Hansa. What formula do you use with sunflower lecithin? Anything I want. <laughs> Anything. Uh, what's this here? Fasting and low-carb diet can get rid of type 2. It can get rid of anything. You know, get, eliminate, eliminate all carbs and be surprised how fast your diabetes will clear up. Yeah, that's all you got. That's what I, and that's what I told you. All you got is rectal irritation because the materials, you, the way you made it didn't dissolve properly or you took too much. Just take a break from it and just drink lots of fluid. It'll clear up on its own. Should. Um, see what we got here. There you go. All right. So it seems like everybody's gotten. We keep going back to genetics and they get sidetracked. <laughs> Did anybody listen to last night's show? Did anybody, did anybody listen to the Podbean from last night? Well, if you, if you didn't, what I'm going to see here, aha, this may work. I'm going to see if this will work. I don't know if this is going to work. I'm going to try something here. All righty, let's see what happens. Oop. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Those are the links to last night's show. And if you go to the Podbean itself, you can tune in if you haven't listened to it. It would be good if you did. You can see how depraved our society is becoming by the day, it looks like. And um, we need to really... Um, we need to really begin to uh, grab the bull by the horn here with what we're seeing. Because if you're not paying attention, you're going to get sucked into it. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is, you know. They are purposely trying to decimate our society. Okay. And they're trying to, like I said, uh, corrupt it to the core. Uh, okay, this is the I put the link to the show for last night, even. Um, yeah, what happened was he got he got targeted pretty badly. He had the FBI knocking on his door, and then I think they were hitting him with directed energy weapons very severely. So he decided to back off a little bit. Uh, 
Okay, you can't copy the links. Have you tried clicking on the links to see if it'll take you to the site? Ah, oh, for sure, for sure. Well, you saw what happened to Florida, right? Anybody could, if anybody had a half a brain cell could see that was all militarily done. You know, um, they knocked out all those bridges with precision. They buried some bridges under the sand. They sank, they flooded the area badly. There's a fellow in here who's from Naples, you know, he got on the show tonight because he got on the canoe and he paddled to the next, he paddled to Cuba so he can get on to the show. <laughs> I'm kidding there. <laughs> oh, nobody else. Uh, can, you, can you copy them, Dublin? Can you access them? Someone here is having problems. That's why I'm asking. Okay. All right. Try to do a control shift five. Control shift five. Highlight the links and then uh, hit the copy or hit hit enter and see if that'll pick it up. Wow, really? Three a.m. Where the heck are you, Chrissy? Are you in Europe, or are you, where the hell would you be? 3 a.m., wow, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. So you got to be in Europe. Are you where? Are you in, uh, say, Serbia, Bosnia, Yugoslavia, Switzerland, Sweden, somewhere over there? El Paso, Texas, what do you mean it's 3 a.m.? 3 a.m. You're only two hours behind. What, 6.40? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Did you do the control shift 5 or download a program called Screen Rec and it'll allow you to copy whatever you want. You can take a photograph of whatever or try your print screen. Yes, and, and paste it to your, uh, um, oh, hell, what's that program? Your paint, your paint, paint program. Or paste it to a document or a WordPress. You know, try that. Oh, okay, that's when you listen to me. All righty, now I get you. Okay. All right, so that might help some of you. Uh, screen Rack, uh, S-C-R-E, okay, you know what, maybe I'll just put it in here, it might be better. So if you go to Screen Rack, download it, you'll be able to take pictures of just about anything on the internet. So... Uh, no, you can do it live on the computer. What I can't do on the computer is if you send me a comment on my pod, I can't access the, the comment. 
So if you want to send me a comment, you got to send the comment over to uh, my email. If you send it here, uh, uh, like I said, in the, in the comment on the Podbean, I, I'll never see it. Like there's a gal in Germany, uh, I forget her name. Uh, she's got a picture of her, I don't know if it's herself or whatever, but anyway, she tells me she's in bed at like it's three or four in the morning when the show comes on. So she can't come to the show. So I may do it. I may designate a show on the weekend, maybe earlier in the day, say three o'clock or something to that effect. This way, if she wants to come in, she can come in. I got to figure a way. I got to figure out who's on what time zone. This way, I may gear shows specifically to North America and then maybe to Europe and then maybe to Asia, you know, because I, I don't have a, I don't have a, I'm not stuck or regimented in any way. So I'm free to be able to do something like that. And this way I can maybe uh, do these shows and target everybody, you know. Where do we send donations, Tony? Depending on where you are. Chris, you're in the United States. So in your case, you would send it to my U.S. address in Michigan. So send me an email. And I will tell you an email where to send a donation. Okay, that would probably the easiest way. I haven't figured out how to set up donations in this, in this thing yet either. So... Um, I am for me now just head bacon okay North Africa okay I'm on Eastern Standard yeah so yeah so you're already you're already in North America so this isn't too late for you so if I do a show at six o'clock and we go to eight o'clock uh, you know you're you're still within you're up anyway you know but if you're in Europe Okay, Yanni, if he's he's listening to the show, I think there's about seven hours difference between us and them. So he's like two in the morning for him, maybe more, maybe longer. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, two to three in the morning. So uh, I see. Yeah. So again, you know, I what the UK is like five hours apart from where we're at. Um. Uh, yeah, it's too, so yeah, so that's what I mean. So, Yanni's in Europe, he's staying up to hear my show. Then he's got to go get, then he's got to go see an imam and an and a orthodox and a rabbi and a minister and a priest to get absolved from hearing me talk. <laughs> give the church a couple hundred bucks and they'll forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> Being corrupted by the truth. <laughs> imagine that. Can you imagine that? Being corrupted by the truth. You know. <laughs> you can't hear that stuff. That's they're telling you the truth. No. You gotta keep on believing the lie. It's amazing. It's just amazing today, isn't it? Just amazing. You know. <laughs> No, the truth. No, we don't want you free. You know, it's funny. You know, Jesus said, know the truth and the truth shall set you free. In this planet, knowing the truth will get you killed. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was talking about. You'll be free of this place. Maybe that ain't such a bad idea after all. 
know the truth and you shall be free. Yeah. You know. Hey, that's what you need. Multiple wives. Like one isn't enough to drive you rangy. So you want more than one. And then if they divorce you, you'll be broke. <laughs> They'll all want to cut. <laughs> Not no. So we were talking about we were talking about a biblical reference. It's in I'm not sure it's in one of the min, major minor prophets Isaiah Jeremiah or I forget the other one. In there they talk about a time when one one guy will have seven wives, and for that to happen, for that to happen, that would mean that the male population on the planet had been decimated to such a level, there weren't enough men for the women. And in order to uh, keep the species going, this would have to, this would, this would be part of it. In the early days, they did have concubines and other wives to again expand the growth of the population. But why would anybody want to have more than one wife? That is beyond me. I got I did I did the marriage thing one time. It cost me more than I ever would care to think about. And I can't see doing that again. <laughs> I think young men need to have a elder guide them for 10 years and explain to them what they're getting into. Because what men think when they see a woman, uh, there you go. <laughs> so there you go. So if you had seven wives and seven mother-in-laws, that's 14 women you got to deal with. That's impossible. You'd have to live on a tent on a mountain. You'd have to pay them, you know, a toll bridge fee just to come see you. <laughs> Sherlock, you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no clue, buddy. None. That's all testosterone talking. I got news for you. You'll get married to the, to the you get married to the right or wrong woman. That'll change. <laughs> I was listening to uh, Jeff Dunham doing his show with uh, um, what's his uh, what's the guy old guy? He has his name now. Waldo? No, not Waldo. Um, Walter. Walter. So you asked him a question. How's your sex life? Uh, no, he says, how's your love life? And Walter responds, are you talking sex? He says, yeah. He says, I married you, moron. <laughs> uh, I don't know, bud. <laughs> you obviously have never been married, so I don't know. It's okay to use a laser. Well, who are you trying to kill? Who are you trying to kill? <laughs> You know what? That's probably been the best thing for you, for anybody. Because I don't believe the marriage 
marital the marriage the way it's designed today is meant to last anyway they design marriage to self-destruct so i would never get married in this institution ever again never because it is set for failure and men and women that go through a marriage and it breaks up it can destroy you badly badly both sides both sides because the system is designed to destroy you in marriage as well you got to remember in this matrix that we live in this hologram that's going on it's an inverted reality that Walt Disney bullshit they show you about marriage you know leave it to beaver and father knows best and and lassie and all those other movies total bullshit all of it but that's the illusion they give you they put once you get married the dynamics of life change drastically yeah where does he live you're nigerian he doesn't live in america or canada i guarantee that he wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah georgia it wouldn't work different cultural mindset different cultural frame of mind you know they live he'll have eight wives but they're all working to survive and become wealthy and they work together that doesn't work in North America. They have divided men and women in, the, in this part of the world. So that would never happen. Lasers, <sighs> lasers don't necessarily put out an infrared light. You might want to take a look at that. No, I wouldn't. I, I'm not sure. Um, my, no. Because they the lasers can actually burn your burn out your eyes, so I, I would say no. Well, the government is when you get married in North America, what happens is you're signing a contract, and it's a three way contract. The man and the woman sign a contract, and then the government they're signing a contract to the government. The government is in the marriage, that's why it doesn't survive. You know, that's why it doesn't survive. It's funny in Quebec, I think it was something like 80% of the people in Quebec at one point in time were common law and they had a better stability than the people that were married in Quebec. Now, I can't say that's true today because all that's been going on in the last 15, 20 years, it has changed the dynamics even in Quebec. But today, being married in this matrix is insanity in my humble opinion bringing a child into this insanity into this into this matrix is insanity you know he was a senator in nigeria well of course then he could afford eight wives you every wife you have buddy you got to make sure that they're all getting the same cut you're basically running an organized crime syndicate. And if they don't get the exact same cut, the cut that you're going to get is going to come from a knife. And it's going to be below the waist. That's how that rolls. <laughs> like I said, it's not. It's a different culture. Different mindset. And if you got the money, you got the honey. That's just the way it works.
And that's true in any part of the world. So, no. <laughs> well, how... All right, I gave you an example, Albert. You're walking down the street, and some gal comes the other way, and you turn your head a one centimeter, and you're with your girlfriend or your wife. What happens? What happens? Major fight. Yeah, one house per wife, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. So when you're looking at this whole idea of marriage in the West, it's not a marriage. It's it's a, it's a corporation. And even when you get divorced, the lawyers will tell you that you are a you're incorporated with the other person, and now you're dissolving the corporation. And when that happens, the government then gets their cut. And everybody loses because the government is not there to lose money. They're going to take everything you have and they're going to divide it up in such a way that there's going to be a major loser and a major winner and one in between. That's how it goes. So. So. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's not that marriage is flawed. It's the perception of marriage is, is not realistic. And the concept of marriage is not realistic. And people don't realize that when they're getting married, they're signing a corporate contract with the government. That's the problem. If two people went and decided to live together and form their own contract, leaving the government out, chances are they'll, live they'll be a lot happier. You know... So, well, that's what I mean. That's the government. That's how the government does things. Yeah, it's what it is. It's what it is. Exactly. If a man and woman reform their own contract, they, I mean, and when there is no government involved, it's a better deal. Well, that, it's not just women want what they can't have. The perception of freedom doesn't exist. Okay? The, the perception of freedom doesn't exist, never has. When they told women that they could have equal rights with men, it was a deception. Because men don't have equal rights with men. Okay, this is a caste system we're in, a fascist caste system. The more money you have, the more privileges you get go along with it. So there are no equal rights even among men. And I'll give you an example, a real simple example. You got a guy at Chrysler making 40 bucks an hour working on the assembly line, and you got another guy in another factory making 15 bucks an hour doing the same job, building Chrysler parts, making 15 bucks an hour. Are they equal in pay? No. No, that's the, the, the falsehood of this concept of equality. 
You got women, the same thing. You got a woman in one factory making 15 bucks an hour building a Chrysler part, and you got a woman in the, in the Chrysler factory making 40 bucks an hour building the same part. Are they equal? No. So the concept of, of equality was designed to create a diver, divergence or a divide between men and women. Equality never existed, never will exist. Okay, it, it's all based on a myth. And there's a hierarchy in everything, including marriage. But what people don't understand, okay, even if you look at the biblical perspective of marriage and the hierarchy in marriage there, the guys always remember that women have to submit. Okay, and the women and the women get a little uptight about that. But the women don't read either. See, because if they read further, in order for a woman to submit to a guy, the guy would have to love that woman like his own flesh. In other words, you would have to treat her as good as you treat yourself. Now, where women make the mistake is they find a guy that abuses himself and they get caught up in that situation. And so as a result, they get abused. Because the guy's not right on the inside. So when we're looking at that whole dynamic of, of hierarchy, there's a certain responsibility a man has to have with his wife as well in order to have that hierarchy work. It's usually God's the head, then the man, then the woman, then the children. That's the hierarchy. But the way it has to flow and the way it has to go, if you're going to get something, you have to give something. It's the way it has always been. So like I said, when you're looking at a lot of things that we're hearing in marriage today, it's just bullshit. It isn't real. And the reason why they got marriages going the way they got going is because the banks wanted the women to have jobs so they could make money, pay taxes, and the banks could make more money because now you got not one person putting money in the bank. Now you have two people putting money in the bank. That's what this was all about. In corporate America, corporate Canada, corporate Europe, marriage doesn't exist. You are just two people in a contract, working your ass off, paying off debts, making banks rich, making government officials rich, and making corporations rich. That's what you're there to make everybody else rich. Here we go. Okay. Oh. Uh, Can you hear me, Chrissy? Okay, so you got disconnected somehow. Don't know what happened. Uh. What's your opinion? I don't have an opinion on blasting you against the Holy... Are you fucking kidding me? There is no opinion there, bud. It's what it says. I don't... Explain this question to me. Yeah, I, I don't even know. There is no opinion on that one. It is what it says what it means. It means what it says. That's one of those things you don't want to F around with. That's just my opinion anyway. You know. 
When God said, don't blaspheme the Holy Ghost, that's a, it's an unforgivable sin. That tells you, don't F around. Period. God has a limit. He's drawn the line. You cross that line, you're fucked. End the story. And that's not an opinion. That's a statement of fact. And that's about as salt as the earth as, you, as it gets. So anyway. Um, I can't download the DNA support. What's this? Wow, we went two hours already. Well, almost two hours. Did you study all this, or are you just for, for some, study what? Be a little bit more. Um, <laughs> be a little bit more precise. What are you talking about? Health, uh, molecular genetics. These I studied and applied. Marriage, been there, th went through it. <laughs> Know firsthand what these contracts can do to you. All my subjects, oh, well, I've been at this for a long time. I've been doing this for over 40 years, you know, as far as the alternative health and healing and the different modalities. The nano aspect of it and the frequencies. That has been for the last, I think, 13 years or more, uh, off and on with the frequencies, but the frequencies have become more of a, um, more involved lately, especially with the weather being destroyed, the plant being destroyed by these frequencies. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've been helping people for a long time, uh, coming up with solutions. And like I said, I study and I, and I also test to see what I'm reading, uh, I'm a young mystic and philosopher. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you one word of advice. One word. Okay. And I say this on all my shows. If God is not the center of the equation, you have nothing. Period. And I'm not being religious. God is not a religious God. He's a living God. God is not the center of the equation. You have nothing. Since God created everything that you see around you and all the uh, esoteric aspects of life as well if he is not the center you have absolutely nothing and that's been the key to my success understanding that god created everything god understands how these things work and if i really want to know what i need to know i have to ask him for the answers and then i get directed in through research and development and that's what i would suggest to you um Uh, define God, an all-encompassing living God that created everything that you know and see, good, bad, and indifferent. Um, do, do you understand what you just wrote here? Blaspheme the Holy Ghost. You understand that? You should, not what it means to me. See, the question you should be asking, what does it mean to God? You're asking me what blasphemy of the Holy, Holy Spirit is or the Holy Ghost. Why would you ask me that question? God's the one that told you not to do it. So in my humble opinion, if you are 
wanting to know that answer, you maybe should go to the one who made that statement. You know. If you know Tony, you know he doesn't bullshit. Okay. That's not a non-question. It's a question, but it's a question that should be directed to the one who made the statement. See, opinions mean very little in the eyes of God. His word is domain, period. So if you want to know why he states what he states, then perhaps you need to take it to him. When you're talking something like this, and he's, reading, he's repeating this ridiculousness again, instead of asking me this question, then he should be talking to God. Since God made the statement. Just a thought. Well, that's that's one of the things that, that um, show a decline. But the decline comes long before sexual perversion. The reason why we're having the decline that we're having today in our society is because the government's are trying to push this declination on the general population. See, back in the day when God was destroying Sodom and Gomorrah for the same perversions and all societies that came afterwards were again was by the hand of God, then you have to ask yourself the question, they were already perverted before they got into the sexual part of it. So, where we're at today, and the only reason, and when Abraham 